Hello and welcome to another episode of Drivel. The automotive podcast brought to you by a couple of regular petrol heads. We're your hosts. I'm Mo. And I'm O. Am I, so is this introduction thing permanently mine now? What do you mean permanently yours? Because I'm the one that always does it. Well, you start and then I say the second thing and then you f- tell them who you are. Can we not mix it up a little bit? Well, we can do. What, you mean like when couples record uh, answering machine messages? No, we don't need to get that. We're not, we're not, we're not getting that excited, <laughs> but it's just like, Hi, you, know, you can do I'm it sometimes. Mo, and I'm Oh. I just get bored of doing it sometimes. You get bored of doing it sometimes? Yeah. What, the podcast or? No, podcast is all right at the moment. <laughs> it's all right at the yeah, moment. Yeah. It's all right we're at the moment. Going. It's all good. Every time someone tells me that some, they know someone that listens to it, keeps me going. Yeah, do you know what? That's still, that still shocks me. It's like, the organic growth, yeah. Well, actually, no, it is because we don't pay for anything. We don't. Oh, hundreds of all like organic yeah, growth. Yeah, yeah. We I mean, don't pay even, for anything. Even the people like, that we know personally who we harass to listen to it, they don't listen to it. Yet our listener volumes are still climbing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, my, my, mate, my mate messaged me the other day, actually, and he was like, he was, he was, he'd gone down somewhere to see his, um, his sister in law. Or his brother-in-law. I'm sure that's not really that important to the story. Yeah. But okay. But anyway, and, and so the, he started chatting to the to the to the guy, and then the guy's a, a bit of a petrol head, and um, he started talking to me, and he said to my mate, he goes, "Oh, do you listen to this? Uh, do you know about this or listen to this podcast, Drivel?" That's pretty and cool. That guy's, man. that guy's in Norwich. Wow. So we're going in, is, we're going international. We're going far, mate. We're crossing boundaries. <laughs> oh yes. So that's, but no, when you hear something like that, and you know that someone like obviously you don't know is listening to it, yes, and someone from further afield, then um, obviously shows people do like search for it and stuff because we like I said we don't. There's no advertising. We don't pay no. for anything. And oh. You're shit on Instagram anyway, so we ain't getting anything out of that. Oh, no, no, I'm good on Instagram. I'm not consistent on Instagram. No, you're good at the stories, but the problem is your stories don't exactly get followers. Well, no, it's probably because I post one every like 10 days, which is not That's enough, true. apparently. In order to be an influencer, you have to like post multiple times a day. Forget that. Do you know what I mean? I've got an actual full-time job. Well, no, I think you have to, I think you need to improve. I think you have to put like, a lot more like hashtags and stuff like that in, I think. Oh, no, it's not. It's, it's genuinely just consistent posts. Oh, is it? Yeah. Posts, stories, updates. Like That's why you'll see people who have lots of following on social media, on Instagram, their stories, if you just... A lot of it's just shit. You know yeah, how you, oh God, you know how you belittling our listeners for posting pictures of sunsets. Yeah. That's literally what you got to do every day. You got to say, "Look, the sun has risen. Look, the sun has set." Just so that you're posting something. They just make they pose and then just put a stupid ass comment, a quote below. It's just like, what, what, how is this relevant to what you just posted? And why did you just need to post that to uh, g- to make sure that there's consistency and to gain followers? Something we're clearly not doing. No, well, yeah, we're not posting shit. No, but what it does is happening. Though. We're not supposed to say we've had a COVID jab. Oh, the sun's out. Maybe we should. No. Do you reckon we should do it for a week and see what happens? No, we every morning. Ain't. No, we're not stooping. I'll just take that. a picture of the sky, a random picture of the sky, and post it and say, "Here you go. Here's the sky today." And then in the evening, I'll take a picture of the same sky, but obviously it'll be a bit darker because it's the evening. Or depending, it might not be because I go to bed quite early, and sometimes I go to bed while the sun's still up. We are in the middle of summer. You always of go to bed when the sun's still up. I do at the moment because it's summer. And it's not my fault. Just ask you if you're awake before I call you. <laughs> I'm glad you do that though, because otherwise you'd get you'd get a, a half asleep Mo answering the phone to you. <laughs> and, uh, no, yeah. we don't do that. We don't stoop to people's needy levels. No, no. That's right. but what we might want to do is we might want to pay someone to stoop to those levels for us. Yeah, actually, if we, anyone knows any decent, re- the problem, you know what? I was looking online for actually getting, and this is purely just to like push us out there a little bit. And I was looking at um, like the social media agencies and that, but the problem is there's so many out there. And everyone promises the same freaking thing. 
like we can get this much this much likes and this much but the thing is we don't just want likes we need people to engage on the podcast listen to the podcast well, so, so so i saw something yesterday and i was really tempted to to share it on the stories just as an example of how ridiculous social media is so a car page some generic one that obviously pays to get followers had put a post up and it was a picture of a rolls royce drophead the black one a black drophead yeah yeah and then there was um the the car underneath it was a picture of a maybach and it said top or bottom but it had prices against it do you know what price it allegedly said that the rolls royce was Mm. 13 million dollars what versus the maybach at 1.3 million and there was like 700 likes on this post. Because you know what? People don't read it. They just see the picture and then they'll like it. But, they don't that, read it. But that got me thinking. First of all, for anyone listening going, what, why is that a, a strange thing? Why should not get 700 likes? Because Rolls-Royce dropheads are more like, if it was dollars, $500,000. If it's pounds, like 300,000 pounds. Yeah. It's not 13, not 13 million. million. Dollars. No, no, no. Yeah. Uh, so it was completely wrong. And same with Maybachs. Maybachs do, do not go to $1.3 million as I far as I don't. know. No, no. Hundreds of thousands, but not yeah. millions. Stupid. So that's why that post was not deserving of any likes whatsoever. And it just got me thinking if we pay someone to do social media for us, are they just going to get us stupid, idiotic followers who are going to just yeah, hit like yeah. for posting any old crap? Because yeah. we don't want that. We want people who are going to follow and engage because they like the show, they like the podcast, they like what we are all about, which is authentic petrolheads. But then I guess it's a case of the, you'll have to do that to get, maybe for every hundred wasters, there'll be one that does engage. So maybe you just have to do that in the, in the, in the day and age of social media. Maybe, but I mean, the, what you've just said, which is pretty cool, you know, someone from the far and far away land of Norwich listens to us and we've never met this person, nor have we influenced them well, directly. Um, that just goes to show, you know, when we ask you guys every week, week in, week out, if you want to help the show, you know, spread the love, tell somebody about the show. If you enjoy, you know, what yeah. we do, what we say, tell somebody else about it. That might be working too. Yeah, that's true. And the, I, I don't know, it'd be interesting to know, actually. So if if uh, this person is listening, well, is going to listen to this one, maybe. And if you're on Instagram, just let us know how you came about, how you found us. Do you think we should do like a survey? You know, like when you were in school and you used to go on a field trip and you used to do a survey. It's like, what mode of transport did you take to come into town today? Yeah. You say, how did you hear about drivel? <laughs> no, it'd, be inter- it'd be interesting a though, because if, if, if you don't know the name of the show, what, you know, what do you put in? What do you, I, I don't, what, what, how would you come across us? Yeah, God knows. Can you, can you just put in like, can you search by type or anything like that? Like automotive stuff or... You are asking the wrong person, dude. If I, you, if you're, I, the if one I that, you're the one that's on all the platforms and uploads it and everything. Oh, no, no, no. I, <laughs> that's all done by magic, as far as I'm concerned. I upload it to one platform and then it distributes it everywhere for oh, me. Oh, okay, okay. I don't even know what platforms are on, actually. Okay, I've well, said, I've said t- this a couple of times on Instagram. I genuinely cannot tell you what platforms are on. I know we're on all the big main ones, mm. but literally every week I'll get a notification from, like, I think I got one from Verbal, whoever the Verbal are, V-U-R-B-L. Our podcast is on Verbal. Mm. I don't ever remember mm. signing up to Verbal, but we're on Verbal. So if anyone listens on Verbal, great. Okay. We catered yeah. for you too. Yeah. But we're on literally every platform. Okay. Well, to, to our listener in Norwich, if you're on Instagram, maybe just let us know how you came and how you, how you found us. <laughs> and to all the other listeners who do follow our instructions week in, week out, interact with us, spread the love, tell other people about the show, uh, and generally give us good vibes. Thank you. We do appreciate it. You do, and you know what you mentioned about the 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 Maybach. Have you seen the new S class? The new the the new S class. When you yeah. say the new, I, I didn't know there was a new S class. Yeah, there is. Has it just launched? 
Well, when I say new class has launched, which looks like a mini S class. Yes, yeah, so the S class. So the current. Oh, when I say new, I'm talking like this year, not as in new. It's coming out soon. Oh, these probably. are the ones that we spec'd in our 500k car challenge. Are those the ones we spec'd? They're the ones we spec'd, yeah. Oh, because I just saw one on the road the other day for the first time. It's ugly. Is it? We still spec'd it though. Oh yeah, I mean, the, the, and the, the configurator it looked nice. The, nah, you know what? The lights in it are so small at the front and stuff. Okay, it just looks yeah. like it just it it doesn't it doesn't look. They've gone with a big ass grill as well, and it just it did. They're, they're, everyone's going with a big grill, which is really odd because everyone's going with big grills, but they're also going to electric, which means you don't need the grill to cool the engine. Which is so odd. No, but maybe it helps with the airflow because at the moment, like you know, Tesla's, they, well, Tesla's just flat at the front, isn't it? So the air's just going to hit it like that. No, but if you've got the grill, the air can go through it, right? Well, potentially, or, or unless it's the front of it's kind of chiseled a little bit, then the air will go above and below it. Now, but if you, the Tesla's fronts are just a little bit sort of curved, but they, they're essentially just flat front, aren't they? Yeah, I mean, we absolutely know nothing about aerodynamics, clearly. We don't. So, yeah. as far as we're concerned, who knows? I don't know if grills are a good idea or a bad idea. All we do know is the massive ones. Well, the massive crazy. ones are horrible. Yeah, yeah. yeah they just look ugly. Like, like, I don't know why they've, everyone started going down that road. I think they just have design features. Do you think yeah, in 10 years' time we'll look back and go, yeah, big grills look really cool? Well, in five years' time, where are these grills going to go? What are they going to do with these grills? You can't get any bigger, man. Well, you could use it to provide shelter for, like, you know, families. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that you could. That you could, but I mean, like, I can't see how where this design well, will go. We were discussing this earlier, weren't we, about black wheels? Because you're, uh, and I want to ask you how your Range Rover ownership is going. But like your Range Rover came in gangster spec with black wheels, yeah. blacked out windows, yeah. and, and it's all black, yeah. etc. The interior is not black, which is good. Yeah, 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 that'd be far too much. No way. Yeah. And we were discussing like black wheels do not do anything for any car, even on a white or a light car. Oh, they look car. even worse on a white car. I just they don't. There the, was the a rim just gets lost in the tire. I don't. I'm, yeah. I, I, I remember when it was a big fad and, and they were like, you know, it was the new thing and people lusted after black wheels. But here we are, you know, kind of seven or eight years past that. And, yeah. and actually, they just look dated. And I wonder if big grills are going to do the same. Yeah, they, I don't think big grills have even started out life as popular as black wheels. Did. You know, when black wheels were first became a thing, they were popular. Black I don't think anyone yeah. likes big I'm wheels. Trying to, I'm trying to think where, 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 where on what color scheme or car... Um, the black wheels will look good, but they just are definitely not black on black. Because then it just turns whatever you're into. Just like it's just like a, it's just it doesn't break anything there. up. It's nothing it's just there. Yeah, absolutely nothing. Like on mine, and on, they don't look nice at all. No, 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 no. I've always, I always think silver wheels look good, not chrome, because that's just a bit too no, yeah, American about in too, your face. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I've always had a bit of a thing for like bronze and gold wheels, but on the right color car. I think bronze and gold only look good on a Subaru, to be fair. Pretzel in the blue. Subaru, Subarus look good with them, but they're like, um, I remember, so I had a, in 2009, I had a Scirocco hmm. and it was black. Um, and, and I was really, really tempted to go for bronze wheels on it because there was nothing else on the car that was like silver. Yeah. So they wouldn't clash with anything on the yeah. outside, but I never did. I was... I went gunmetal grey in, in, in the end. Gunmetal grey is a nice colour, actually. That, yeah. that goes with anything. It does go with anything. That but goes I'm, anything, I'm, yeah. a fan of, I'm a fan of like bronze or, or, or gold wheels. Yeah, bronze can do, right. but I think it depends. I don't, I don't think it would look good on a black car. I think you'd need like a kind of As long as there's dark no gray silver or, or chrome accents on the car, because then it just clashes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah no, I need, to, I need to get them colours changed on those. But anyway, I'm sure yeah. the listeners 
don't really care for our opinion on colours of wheels, but they probably don't care for our opinion on much yet. Well, they do. That's why they listen they to us. They keep coming back yeah, yeah, yeah. and listening to us. So, yeah. Anyway, we're not going to make any apologies for that. Listen to me, cuss you for the shit that you do. Me? I, what? For the shit that I do? Yeah. Right. I was going to wait for this conversation to happen later in the show, but you've just led me down the what road. So, how is the Range Rover ownership going? I don't know, you left to ask the wife. No, 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 no. Because yeah. you've driven it here today. Yeah, just because you wanted to see it. I did not ask for you yeah, to Yeah, you did. I remember you saying to me, yeah, I, 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 want to, I want to drive it as well. Yeah, okay. Well, thank you. But I'm asking you, now that you're driving it, how is Range Rover ownership going? Let me call the wife and ask her. Hang on. No, nah, it's, it's, right. nah, it's going all right, actually. Tell you what, I've got to be careful here because she might or might not listen to it, so I don't know. Um, so when I first got it, obviously, you know, I got it and took a bit of a risk to it. When I first got it, we went on... Took it for a drive to, to, to your country, Birmingham. Okay. Um, All that and, way. Uh, yeah. On on the way, the engine, the, well, the engine light didn't come on, but it went in its power restriction mode. Okay. That's not but, exactly rare for a Land Rover Jaguar product. No, it's not rare. I said that backwards. It's but Jaguar Land Rover. But when, it happens, when it happens on a Land Rover, you kind of shit yourself. Oh, yeah, yeah. It could yeah. be bloody anything. Because yeah. you're thinking, and I was thinking, shit, if this is the inlet manifold or anything around the engine, then that's a fucking body off job. But um, it did that, and then uh, but then when we stopped and then started again, it was fine. And then on the way back, oh, so you did the IT trick of turn it off and on again. Well, yeah, when I got to where I was, and then we switched off. And then on the way back, it did it again. It did it again. Oh, and I was like, oh, all right, this ain't great. So then I started phoning around. Anyway, I needed to find out about the service because it's got the full service history, but it doesn't have any of the like the the documentation of the work and stuff that's been done. So one of the things that was bugging me was has the timing chain been done on this? Uh, the belt, sorry, been done yeah. on it. Because that's a pretty big job on this as well. Uh, but, so I was phoning around a few people and they were like, yes, yeah, this much is this much or whatever. But then there's one person I spoke to and he said, um, and he asked me, look, what, what's the mileage on it? And I said, it's 130. He was like, mate, if that timing chain hasn't, if the timing belt hasn't been done, that wouldn't be running. Okay. The timing chain on that is seven years or 105,000. Okay. The belt, sorry. He goes, so if it's on 130, your belts have been done. I was like, are you sure? I'd rather get them done for peace of mind. He's like, have you got more money than sense? I was like, no. He's like, then relax. Okay, goes, that's pretty cool because that, that mechanic could have easily just gone, yeah, bring it in, I'll do oh, it. Oh, yeah, everyone else did. Everyone else did, okay, we'll do it. They didn't really take, but he was like, look, uh, uh, he goes, that's that's 30 odd thousand over what is supposed to be done, 25,000. And that car would not be still running. Yeah, well, and it's also age as well, right? Because it's what, 10 years old? Yeah. So it's unlikely to have gone an yeah, extra yeah. three years. Exactly. Yeah. So I was like, all right, cool, that's fine. So I thought, okay, you know what? I'm not going to. I'm not going to get the belts done at the moment. Don't need to. Um, but then, but, but, so I checked before and stuff and somewhere they'd had it serviced before a couple of times. Someone had changed the math sensor on it, had it done twice. Okay. Changed the math sensor on twice. it. Twice. For whatever reason, they got their brakes and that done there. So I hooked it up to the diagnostics um, and it said, some, it said something about air mixture, which can be an air leak somewhere. Yeah. Or it can be the math sensor. Or it can be the math sensor. So... I've reset, I've reset it all and this was like a week ago and we've been to London and stuff in it and back and all stuff like that and it it's seems to fine. be seems to be absolutely fine. Yeah, I think if it happens again, I'll probably get it smoke tested. All right, make sure there's no air um, To make sure, because I, I can't see it being anything else because she runs absolutely fine, sweet, drives fine. So it's good. Yeah, it's we, nice, we, easy. You know what? I was saying this to you earlier. If you've got young kids in the sense that you need baby seats... <laughs> I would. I, 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 I'm happy with it. I, I wouldn't get like we had a golf before that, and boy, I can't believe it. It's just, it's just, an, it's, a, it's so much easier with kids getting them in and out of it, putting them in and out. So uh, I'd like to remind our listeners of our Say a Teka episode, 
where we spoke about why would you get a say a tecker? All it gives you is height. You surely yeah, you're better off getting like a, a, a lay on a state or something like that. But I didn't consider the kids at that point. No, absolutely we did because we No, were, I didn't. We no, was, I didn't. I was anyway. I was and I'm sure you helped me. You did jump on this bandwagon with me where we were slating people who, you know, have a child and as a result they now need to get rid of any sensible car they might have had and trade it in for a massive four by four which just takes up the road because they believe that their child needs so much headroom. And and we did. I remember us joking about how tall nah, their nah, children nah, nah. are. But Oh yeah, yeah, that's because we were just messing about at the height. But it's not. But, but on this, it's not the height of in. It's not the height inside the vehicle. If you know, what oh, I mean, it's not the excuses. roof. It's the actual height of the vehicle. It's just oh, yeah, easier right. to put them in. Yeah. If if we had just the one. Bending down a little bit is too much hard work. Mate, with, you, with a kid, yeah. My knees really don't work. With a kid, it's it so is. hard. Especially when you've got my the, arms, the baby seat, the joints in my shut arms. Shut up! Shut Can't up! Lower the baby slightly. Shut up! You know exactly what I mean. I don't know exactly yeah. what you mean. Yeah, you want to try put my little in in the back of your car. Why would I do that? It's your child. Yeah, because yeah. you'd be like, nah, I can't do it. Hey, we had a two-door coupe when my daughter was born, and we put car seat in the back of that. Suck it up, man. Nah, nah, that's just too much hassle, man. But anyway, um, I, I, speak, I, speak, I, speak on, I speak on behalf of my missus. For her, it's easy. Okay, fine. Yeah, but yeah. on behalf of your missus. Yeah, yeah. So, for her, it's easy. So, so now that you've switched across to uh, the very people you dislike. So, I have so not switched across. Episode, hang on, hang on. Hang on. I have I not switched across. I want to recap a couple of episodes. So you've gone from being a... Uh, fuel consumption does not matter. Why would you ever buy a four? It doesn't matter. Four? It doesn't matter. It doesn't what? matter to me, but it matters to my missus. What? So I had to consider it for her. <laughs> she doesn't understand real world she, fuel consumption. Is she the one that came on this show in the last episode? I said, "Tell you what, this thing's pretty good on fuel." You know, she did not. No, 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 no. Oh, listen, words. I explained that one. I explained that one's for what it is. It wasn't just like a normal little for car. And, oh, whoa! Look, is it? This is like a two-ton beast. For what it is, you would never look at the fuel consumption for what it isn't, would you? Be like, oh, this thing's great on fuel for a Fiat no, no. 500. But if I was just buying like a normal car, saloon car or something, then I would never consider the fuel consumption. But this is big. And the thing is, the missus is going to be driving it. And she's like, when it comes to fuel consumption, things like that, she doesn't understand real world MPG and stuff like most people. Look at so these excuses. I and I love the fact that you're blaming someone who isn't here to defend themselves. I hope she does listen to this show so she can hear how you're just deflecting all of these arguments onto her. She Let's does. Face she it, d- you are now conscious of mpg no i'm not conscious listen you've seen the way i drive it i don't give a shit about mpg you're you're you've bought i just have to buy four i know i'd have all the four before you bought a range rover for fuck you you joined that crew (laughs) of people i haven't my missus has but i'll tell you something else after i drive it bought it for her she did not buy it herself you bought it for her she bought it on, on top of that not only do you just go Oh, I bought this thing. I'll put up with it. You sat there going, I can see the appeal of this. The, no, no, no. There's no, no, no. If you've it's got so easy to put kids in and out. It's yes, that's the only appeal of it. And what did that's you say? That's the only appeal of it. What did you say to me earlier as well? You're like, it actually doesn't have that much more room inside either. No, at the back it doesn't. It's all about it's all about the drivers. It's all about the front seat passengers on this. That's where the luxury is. But for kids at the back, you've got obviously it's got much more room than the golf, who, right? Who are you and what have you become? <laughs> like even earlier today, listeners won't know this, but you know, uh, I got to see Owen his working environment, and I see this. I've, I've I've been able to see this before, and he was actually working today. You're actually working, like properly working oh, to, work. to a point where he was holding me up from social activity. Mate, I bloody work. How else do you think I hold? How else do you think you survive here? <laughs> if it wasn't for me, you'd be. Wait, you'd be struggling. So I don't know what 
who this person is that I'm sitting across from recording this podcast, but it's not the O. I was going to say, it's not the O that we know and love. It's not the O that we know. Let's draw the line there. He has changed. Range Rovers have changed you. I'll tell you what, though, after I've driven him and I've taken it out, so the missus takes it to work and that, and obviously she... And then when she she brings it back, you've missed it, so you give it it for a drive. It's a one-on-one alone time. Obviously, she sees the fuel gate, so after I've driven it, I have to top the fuel back up a little bit to make so it doesn't look like it's rinsed a lot of fuel, because she'd be like, where the fuck's all this petrol gone? So it's not that great on fuel then, is it? No, mate, I drive it like I drive any other car. I put my foot down and I'm gone. It drinks when I'm driving it. Oh, well, it's two tons. It would drink regardless of who's driving it. No, no, but compared to like the way the wife drives it, it's not going to... She she doesn't drive it like an arsehole. No, no. (laughs) Although when she used to have, when she used to drive the golf, she used to come back sometimes like, tell me how she got to work in like super quick time and flooring it around well, do you time. know what I think the there's the Birminghamness in her well yeah there is that the Brummy in her but also there's something about a hot hatch you know you just want a, a good hot hatch you just want to wring its neck that's how you yeah, know it's yeah, a good hot true. hatch that's true. because it makes you want to just drive it like make it scream yeah yeah and drive it like an Asbo yes 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 and the golf the Mark 5 Golf GTI is a good hatch. does that it's a good hot hatch yeah it's a very good hot hatch yeah. so what are you doing with the Golf GTI is that gone Staying in the fleet? No, that'll go. That'll go. We'll put that up for sale. I just need. So I've I've never seen a turbo with a water coolant hose. <laughs> okay. I've ne- but this but the Golf VW decided to fit a coolant hose from the turbo to the coolant system. So and this goes from the front round to the back of the engine. Mm-hmm. And mine split a few months ago. So at the moment I've got a coupling like in there and and. Um, Jubilee clipped it down and stuff to keep it, which is fine. But when you put your foot down, it can pop off. Then it then it starts spitting out. Yep. Um, coolant, coolant everywhere. So I've just got to get that replaced, um, and then tidy it up. And then yeah, she's up for sale. Yeah. No, Mark Five Golf GTIs are good. It's and good. And you see, it's in good condition actually. It it's is nice. actually. It's yeah. A quick quick detail and that should be should be good to go. Yeah. And you've got the DSG gearbox in yours, right? DSG gearbox, sunroof. Yeah. It's a decent, so, decent spec. Four, five door, yeah. So it's, it's a good spec. I mean, those DSG gearboxes are hit and miss, right? And the thing is with them, they were hit and miss very early on. So if you've got a problematic DSG gearbox, you know about it pretty quickly. Okay, yeah, yeah. And most of the time, you'd find the issue within the maintenance period, so yeah. in the warranty period, sorry. Yeah. So the fact that yours is what... Nah, it's all right. Yeah, it's been serviced. The box has been serviced regularly yeah. on time. Actually, speaking about that, I need to get it serviced now. It's due... Um, on that. But yeah, it's always been... It's always been... It's always been... A, yeah, when they work, they're brilliant. Yeah, I, I, I was a big fan of the DSG. In manual mode, yeah, not in not in auto mode, no. Well, I don't think. No, I mean, do, on that, it it goes into fifth gear when you're doing thirty five. Yeah, they, I mean, the, but the thing is, though, it goes into fifth when you're doing. And now try in you in automatic. Try going kicking your foot down from fifth when you want to move on. My God. Well, I mean, it does do it quicker than any other gear. It doesn't have a great board. kick down. No. Oh wow! And the other thing is, it is fifteen years old now. Gearboxes have moved on a lot in that yeah, time. Yeah, do you know what? I don't think VAG gearboxes have moved on. They do lots of different DSG gearboxes, like six-speed, seven-speed, dry clutch, wet clutch. I don't know. There's tons of different variations across the S-Tronic and DSG gearboxes. Yeah. Well, I think yeah. I mean, they've got different variations, but I don't think they've they've developed. Anyway, people don't want to hear about hear us talking about gearboxes in fifteen-year-old well, yeah, cars. Yeah, that's what we're here talking about. Drivel, isn't it? What we are going to talk about today? What are we going to talk about today? What are we on? Oh, we're talking about we're talking about your 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 beast first. Mine. Oh, mine. Well, um, mine's a, my, my <laughs> it was an interesting drive. Well, first of all, no, no. <laughs> once you once you told the listeners what it was, I need to know why the hell did you get that? What what possessed you to get that? Why? 
Okay, so before we go into it, let's talk. Let's do the disclaimer so we can get into it. Oh, for fuck's sake. Actually, I need to go to the toilet. Can I go to the toilet while you do a disclaimer? It doesn't take that long. Oh, okay, all right. Just sit right there and don't piss your pants. All right. Um, so we are, <laughs> as you probably gathered from the 24 minutes of utter nonsense so far, we are not professional motoring journalists. We're not professional podcast hosts. We aren't professional drivers. We're not professional reviewers. We're not professional mechanics. We're not professional whoa, aerodynamics whoa, whoa, specialists. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Um, we aren't professional anything, really. Uh, even in our actual professions, we're hardly that professional. You've seen my profession today. Today, there's an odd day. That Thank was a very you, different yeah. day. That's just because you bought a Range Rover and you've changed. But I'm <laughs> expecting you to go back to And when it comes something. to mechanics, I'm a pro. Yeah, except he is. All right. Um, I am. What we are, though, is we're just a couple of regular petrol heads. And so we will give you uh, unsolicited advice that you should absolutely ignore. If you do choose to follow our advice... Um, then don't complain when it goes wrong. So what you should do, you should sit back, relax, you should enjoy what we're about to say, uh, laugh with us, laugh at us, enjoy the show, but definitely don't follow instruction. From no, I listen us. to the instructions. They're instructions. If you get them wrong, that's your fault. Well, the only instructions you should listen to are the ones that are going to come at the end of the show that are going to remind you to interact with us on, on our socials and give us ratings and reviews and tell people and blah, 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 blah. But we'll get to that at the end of the show. Anyway, what did you want to ask me? Because the disclaimer's finished. You can put your phone down now. Um... So, what yes. was it What was it you were driving the other week? What was I driving the other week? I was yeah. driving uh, something by one of our favourite manufacturers, Vauxhall, another Vauxhall. Yeah. But this wasn't like any ordinary Vauxhall. This was a Vauxhall Combo Life. Oh, so you had a van? No. Well, essentially it's a van. Well, the Vauxhall Combo is indeed a van. It, I don't know if they still do that as a van. But yeah, the they, com- do. they do. But the Combo Life... Isn't actually a van. Well, me, it is, really. Well, no, it isn't. It's it's um, it's based on the van. It what it is is it's like an MPV, but one where design wasn't any kind of a priority. That's because whatsoever. it's a converted combo van into a let's okay, let's see if we can turn this into a, an MPV. No, this is where you're wrong because I actually think the combo van looks nicer than the combo oh. life. Yeah, it's it does actually. The yeah. combo life. Yeah. Uh, wait, 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 before we get there, what, 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 what combo? Uh, a voxel combo. Voxel. What, what did you need to do that in order meant you had to get a voxel combo? So the one feature of this car, which is like no other, I say like no other, like very few others, is that it had seven seats. So you haven't got five kids. I know I haven't got five kids, but so I. So why did you need seven? Seats? I had an occasion where I needed to carry more people around than a normal car would take in comfort. Um keyword being comfort and so i decided comfort. to you're obviously the uh, lsp vehicle slash driveway autos fleet didn't have anything suitable for me because all you've got is coupes and convertibles mm-hmm. right now and uh, a five-seater range rover with no more space in the back than a normal you saloon put, car you could have fit the extras in the boot because just throwing them in the boot yeah. so i had to um i had to do that thing where you know we kind of hire a car so I went and hired a car, and it was a very short notice. You don't really have luck when it comes to hiring cars, do you? I don't do it all that often. And now I know why. Well, every time I, you get it, you get a piece of shit. Because, well, yeah, there is that. Although there was one, I got an XC90. And that's what I was hoping for, an XC90 mm. 7C. It would have been amazing. But no, 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 no. The only thing they had at short notice available was this Vauxhall Combo Life. And it was dreadful. I'm, I'm trying to actually find what Vauxhall call it on their website. Like, what's their tagline for the Vauxhall Combo life? Talk amongst yourselves while I, while I do this. I should have been more prepared for the show, but when I am prepared, you, you tell me off. You can't prepared. 
you tell me off. Yeah, it's because you can't wing it like I do. So what they say is it's the versatile family car with loads of space, premium comfort, and smart safety features. Premium comfort? Yeah, it didn't have premium comfort. It didn't have comfort. In order to have premium comfort, right, I think the first thing you need to do is you need to fit seats that weren't just upholstered benches. They were, they were benches. Genuinely, you sat, you kind of, you sat, I say sat on them, you perched on them, waiting for your journey to end rather than sat in that car. It was not comfortable. And I say this about every cross UV MPV type thing that we drive that has slightly higher, you know, raised suspension. How is it that manufacturers still manage to give you a car that has raised suspension yet is still Half uncomfortable? Bench, yeah, yeah. No, no, but even more so. Like, I, saw, I saw what those seats, they were literally like, you lift them up and move them over if you want to. It you was wanna, like a picnic uh, bench. Yeah, yeah. And I'm like, how do you then claim premium comfort? I don't know. But neither me or any of my passengers were comfortable. Some people need to start like calling these people out. Like, you, how? I saw it looking at that. There's no premium. There's no. There's not much comfort in there either. No. It's got a sliding door. I don't know if that counts for premium comfort. No, I'm gonna, I think I'm going to call them out on Instagram. You, you can call them out on Instagram. Oh. So that's what I was driving and that's why I was driving it. I mean, I've got... What I want to do actually today, you were driving something a lot more interesting, which should I be was. the focus of the episode. What were you driving? I was driving a Ford Focus Puma STX line. Mate. Ford Focus Puma? A Ford Puma. Why did you call it a focus? Puma? I don't know because everything, every Ford needs a focus. <laughs> so you well, drive. That's, just, that's their bread and butter, isn't it? The focus. Well, Sorry, it's a Ford. It's a Ford Puma ST Line X. ST so Line X. So this is there. The Puma is the super mini on stilts. Okay. Yep. Yeah. Um, which utterly pointless. Utterly pointless. This. You know what? This. It's could. a bloody well good selling car though. This was in we, when we did the uh, the top ten roundup of twenty twenty. The Ford yeah, Puma it did come up. Yeah. was, like, I can't remember what number it was, but it was what? in the top 10. If they did this as a normal car, normal little Mini. As in a Fiesta. As in a Fiesta or replaced the Fiesta, I think it would be nice. But the it's Fiesta, too but small. The f- yeah, but it's too small to be on stilts. Does that make okay. sense? So when it's a bit jiggly. It's quite jiggly. But the thing is, when you're sighting it, you're in a small car slightly high up. Okay. And it, 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 the proportions aren't right. It's a good car, though. It's punchy. What engine did you have? I had the EcoBoost Hybrid. Oh, the one liter EcoBoost Hybrid. You know what? The EcoBoost engines. Well, I, I, I said this a few episodes back when we did our Ford Focus episode. That had a one liter EcoBoost. So this was the, you know, when we did the episode of, do you need anything more than the base spec Focus? And the answer to that was, no, you don't. And the base spec Focus comes with manual gearbox, one liter EcoBoost engine. I was thoroughly, thoroughly impressed with that engine. It is. It is. You know what they've they've done something. They've done. There's that. witchcraft going on, yeah, isn't there? There is because I tell you what, it goes some. Yeah, it's got no right, and and I. It doesn't. It doesn't. I yeah. didn't drive the hybrid version. I drove the normal version, and it, and I genuinely do think it had no right to perform the way it did for something so small. It's a three-cylinder, one-liter engine. Yes, turbocharged, but. It wasn't like there was loads of turbo lag. No, there was no. There's, there's no lag in it at all. You put your foot down, and this thing. Yeah, well, I guess it's hybrid assisted, so it's probably is, even more eager. When I got here, I didn't, I didn't know what it was engine-wise or nothing like that. So I wasn't expecting I'm that. I'm surprised. <laughs> I got in it and I planted my foot just to try and wring its neck. And it was, I was like, whoa, okay. Yeah. So you've got something, all right. Yeah. So then, then, then I was like, all right, fine. So then, then I rang its neck properly and it, it, it does go some. But it's just, 
Uh, the, the seats are horrible. Okay. Horrible. Do you know well, what? I see, I see your horrible seats and I raise you the seats <laughs> in the combo life. Because they're yeah, worse. But, but I would expect horrible seats in a van. I would expect horrible seats in a van. Not, Although I've been in a van with comfortable seats. It shouldn't be a van though. It should, it's, you know, it's a versatile family car. So unless you hate your family, I don't really see why you'd subject your family to it. Yeah, yeah, that's true. No, but these seats are like, they're weird because they've got like the rippled... Oh, I yes, I did. The, I did the, see that. They had some weird grooves. And yeah, it's kind of grooving like, on the bottom and on the back. And that doesn't, I used to think the Mark IV Golf had the worst seats ever. Okay, they had right. Recaros in, didn't they, in the GTIs? Mm, and they weren't great. The Mark IVs, right? maybe, but the standard, because my mum used to have one, just a standard 1.6 Mac match. And the seats in it were horrible. You could never get in the right driving position. And these seats remind me of that. Oh, wow, okay. You just can't get into the right driving position because the car's high, but it shouldn't be high. Yeah. And I think that doesn't help with the driving position that you can get in and stuff. Um, and it's just, it's not a very comfortable place to be in. Okay, so good engine, not very comfortable. Good engine. The design of it is, 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 is quite good, actually. Um, Do you know one thing I noticed? You're talking about design. I know they've called it the Puma. So the one I saw the one that you had, it was white with black black bits on it. Yeah. It wasn't. It was a. It was a nice looking car. Did you notice how the wing mirrors? They kind of looked like the paws of a panda. They had, no, I didn't. Actually. I don't pay them. They were just yeah. You didn't pay that much attention. No. The, 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 the wing mirrors are just like a little bit of an odd. They are kind of like they're quite small and round and just a bit yeah, just a bit weird. Yeah, maybe that's what they've gone for when they called it a puma. They're meant to be maybe the paws well, of a puma. I don't know. Now on my screen, I see. It. I kind of see. See what I mean? The pumaness. I'll put a picture. I'll put a picture up. On, yeah, on Instagram I kind of see the pumaness. You can decide it. for yourself whether I'm clearly smoking crack or something, or whether it's true. Do you know what I'm thinking? If they'd made this lower, longer... So turned it into a Ford Focus. Turned it into a Ford Focus. Or they could have actually made it longer still and used that as a replacement for the Ford Mondeo. Yeah. Do we know yet Ford Mondeo has actually been ceased production or not? Well, that's what they said. They announced it a while ago. Well, that's what Top Gear announced, isn't it? I'm, but sure, I don't know it, I'm sure it made like it made BBC headlines just because the Mondeo was so... Because you, but you can still buy it. In the UK. Well, yeah, maybe they're trying to sell, sell the ones that they've built previously. It doesn't sell very well at all. No, it and it will probably no. take some time for it to disappear from global markets. But it makes you think why manufacturers still make biggish cars. Like if you think about Audi A8. What? It's not, for, it's not for the UK market. It's for the Asia market. Yeah, right? but they have them here though. Well, obviously they're going to sell a few here, but... Yeah. So I, know, guess, I guess the 7s and the A8s now are, are left for people that like need drivers really, isn't it? Well, around. yeah, we, we've said this before and you've taken the piss out of me for it. Or, or rather my, my heritage and culture, you know, Chinese and the Indians uh, now, they're, they're, as the economy is starting to, to become more and more successful, you've got people with money who like to be driven around and they like to be driven around in big, long wheelbase luxury cars. Yeah, you know? So long wheelbase Range Rovers, you know, your crowd. You've got the <laughs> A8 long wheelbases, the 7 Series, the S-Classes. They are selling like hotcakes in places yeah, but, like China. Yeah, but your her- people out there generally... Short asses. Yeah, so no, you, you don't said this need, before. So you don't need anything bigger than a K car. I get you. Car, so why do you need something even bigger? It's a it, it's it's a road presence thing. It's a it's a dick swinging contest, right? It's like look how much money I've got. I can I've got someone who can drive me around in the back of this absolute behemoth. It's 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 typical designer goods mentality. Excess shows that I'm successful. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, but okay, yeah. Same but reason why people buy buy black Range Rovers with black wheels and blacked out windows <laughs> to carry around two very small children. Oh, my missus is definitely listening to this one this time because it's all directed at her. <laughs> 
Yes, her and you. He's directed at you. Um, so yeah, that's exa- that's that's why they that's why they buy it. Same reasons why you bought your Range Rover. Yeah, but I just think you don't. But you don't need to buy the extra long wheelbase version or the long wheelbase version. You can just buy the normal, for example, S Class AA. And in China, it will still be too big for you. Yeah, but you know that you know that saying of that. Well, I think it was Clarkson or someone said it. You know, if you bought a Porsche Boxster or a Cayman and you pulled up at the lights next to a 911, you'd be like, oh, they have the real Porsche and I don't. No, that, it's no, the no, same no, for no, these no, guys. That's, you, that's you, not a relative comparison. No, no, no. It is. Because the Porsche Coxster, you are you you are a dick for buying that when there's others available. And well, let's no, be honest, the Cayman is a very good can't. car. The Cayman is a too that's good. That's not the point. We're not talking car. about whether it's a good car or not. Yeah, but the p- problem with their offering is it is the poor man's entry level. Well, yeah, and this is this but is a long wheelbase is not an entry level or a poor man's car. It's not just to you or no. I, but that's how they would view. No, it. no, no. If you're no, a successful no, no, businessman no, no. and you go into a Mercedes dealership in China and you can buy the normal one for a hundred and twenty thousand pounds, dollars, whatever it is, however many millions of yen that is, or you can buy the bigger one for one hundred fifty thousand, and the guy next door to you buys a hundred fifty thousand pound one. You're going to be the one. No, no, it's not, 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 because all it gives you. Have you ever been inside the mind of a small Chinese business entrepreneur? No, but I know you. Okay, forget <laughs> the entrepreneur and business person, but you're a small Chinese person, aren't you? So, there you go. but the extra long, I'm what I'm saying you, is, if I had, is. if I had an S class and someone pulled up next to me in an S class long wheelbase, it would make no difference to me whatsoever. Yeah, because, because they're not getting anything other than a few more yes, inches of legroom at the back. We've established this. And more importantly, I'm driving my own car. We've established this. You are not like other people. Yes, yeah, so other people are just idiots. Pointless, isn't it? Okay, fine. Let's acknowledge then that the rest of the world are idiots, but you're the only non-idiot. Well, not the rest of the world. Just the ones that pay for a long wheelbase car when yes. they don't need it. When they don't need it. Yeah, but they don't. They don't even need the normal wheelbase version of it. As we've actually, Chinese discussed. people could get into a mini and they'll have plenty of space. But that's what I mean, right? Yeah, they could be. They'd be fine in a Honda Jazz. They just got money to burn, isn't it? Well, yeah. So you might as well burn it on the biggest thing you can buy. Anyway, what were we even talking about? How the hell did we get onto this? Oh, why do manufacturers make big cars? Yes, yes. Because you were talking about the Ford Puma that you've been driving. Yes. Right, so it's got a decent engine. It's not very comfortable in terms of seats. What about driving dynamics, suspension, handling, stuff like that? Uh, Obviously, being a little bit raised up, there's only so far you can push it. Of course, naturally, that's the same. Um, It is is a bit jiggly and stuff, but then obviously my driving style is is very different to yours and everyone will have their own, own driving style. So it's a little bit... If, if if I was to, I I did actually drive it normally for a little bit and it's comfortable. It's, it's As in the suspension's comfortable. Suspension's I, comfortable. I, I took the keys the off drive for a little bit. Well, yeah, actually, and I, actually, admit, I thought it was I thought it was fine. Dealt with bumps. And the okay. steer, I like the steering on it actually. The uh, steering feel on it was was, was pretty good. I'm Considering modern record. day cars have dead dead steering, this well, was actually pretty well, good. Well, I tell you what, it didn't leave any memory with me of the steering, which would suggest it wasn't a bad steering car. Because that's the one thing I'll notice. No, yeah, yeah, yeah. is bad, i.e. Vauxhall Combo Life, dead centre. Exactly what you're talking about. And I don't mean dead centre as in the wheels right in the centre. I mean around the centre of the steering wheel. It's just dead. There's no feel. It can do yeah, yeah, yeah. anything yeah. and nothing all at the same time. You wouldn't have no idea. But thing is, even with a car that's... The thing is, with a car that's small, right? You're only really going to have it if... You're not going to have it if you've got a family. Because it's way too small for that. But so why it's would a, you buy it then? I don't know. It's a city car, right? So you're a couple... But then why or you're a single you... person that occasionally may have to put people in the car. So why would you not buy a five-door Fiesta? It's the same because it's, it's built mm. on the same platform, right? As in it's the raised-up Fiesta. I think this is, better look, this is better looking than the Fiesta. It's definitely more expensive than the Fiesta. It's 28 grand for the STX line with Bang & Olsen speakers. 
Jesus Christ, 28 grand. I mean, do you know what gets me is like some of the prices these manufacturers charge and people pay from are well, actually, we've had this before about people just get stuff in finance now. Yeah, yeah, but still, you're still financing a 28 grand car. This is true, this is very true. You I mean, take out a loan for half of that, it will be cheaper and you'll get more car for your money. Well, I'm wondering how much is a brand new Fiesta? It can't be. I mean, you're probably tops out like 18k for a top end high spec version, right? Listen, I, I, you I can't a, break the a, 20 grand barrier with a Fiesta. Oh, I right? bet you it does, mate. I Unless bet you're buying you a Fiesta does. ST like a hot hatch, but if you're buying a non-hot version and you want ST line, i.e. a top trim or Vignale or whatever, it can't be going more than 20k. Uh, I should tell you now. So. But then, as we said, it's so irrelevant. it starts from 16. Okay. So let's see how let's see how high they can push it. We're so, waiting in anticipation. So the top line is the ST. So the trend, yeah, comes in at... The what? The Fiesta trend. That's a new comes trim in line, trend. Actually, they've taken that from the vans. <laughs> <laughs> well, hey, if the marketing works, the marketing works. So 16 and a half grand for the trend, starting at, the tre- starting at that price. And if we go to the ST... Wasn't the bottom of the rung trim, trim line the uh, style previously? I'm sure it's called style. style. Arguably, trend is a better name, but they're both fucking awful. Yeah. So, and then, what did you say it wouldn't break? 20K. Am I wrong? So, the ST3. Oh, that's an ST. That's an ST, though. That's the hot performance one. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Oh, oh so we, oh, we, we're looking at just the Vignale, then, not the performance Correct, one. Correct, yeah, yet. just the Vignale, okay, the top okay. trim level. Top the trim with the one liter EcoBoost, whatever. The Vignale, how do you pronounce it? Vignale. Vignale edition. Yeah. Is that Italian? I have no idea. What are Ford doing using Italian? I guess it makes them sound sophisticated. Freaking American. Well, otherwise they'd call it the awesome. <laughs> 23,590. Shit. From. Shit, a brick. From 23,590. 23 and a half grand. Yeah. Fuck off. Yep. And the ST3. Actually, but here's the interesting thing, yeah? The ST3 is from 24,580. Okay, so other than maybe for insurance purposes or something. Pay another grand, you, you get the ST3. Well, I'm wondering if you'd not pay another grand and get a Golf GTI. No, you'd get a Polo GTI, wouldn't you? Really? Is that how expensive cars are these days? Oh. Uh-huh. Fucking hell, don't ever buy a new car. Seriously. Just no, no, wait. buy a new car is good for us, isn't it? Well, yeah, I guess because <laughs> someone's got to buy them so that exactly. they appreciate. So the more idiots that buy new cars is better for people that buy second-hand cars and then for dealers like me. What I wanted to do with you, by the way, I wanted to play a game of Top Trumps. Oh, okay, go on. With your Puma versus my Vauxhall Combo Life. Because I think... Mate. I, <laughs> I think, you really, you know you're going to lose. Well, I think there might be some categories where I might win. Maybe. Mm-hmm. I can't think of any, but okay, go on then. Right, let's start. Price. So you said the one that you drove was 28 grand, but let's acknowledge that yours was the spec'd up version. Yeah? Yeah, yeah. It was so if bit, you yeah. wanted to go for the non-spec'd up version... Just a normal version. How much is one of those? A uh, normal version of mine, yeah. Yeah. The Puma. Yeah. Hang on, I'm gonna have to. I'm gonna have to check that. I know. Obviously, you don't come prepared to any of these episodes. That's why we have the internet. <laughs> that's why. That's why we have the internet and the ability to search live. Yeah. Exactly. Come on, then. Where's the Puma gone? It's not letting me select the. Oh no! I don't want to build my Fiesta. I want to build my Puma. Oh my god, you're on the configurator. Just type in Ford Puma on it. I'm sure a Google no, no. search. So which, okay, which one do you want? Which Any. One, which, just what's it from? What's the starting point? Okay, so the start this this is strange. So the Fiesta starts at the trend 
And this starts at the titanium. Oh, that's quite a high spec. And titanium's quite a high spec. Yeah. 22 grand. Oh, we're, we're, we're on par. Can you believe the Voxel Combo Life is also 22,000 Shut pounds. up. You bu- Listen, you buy a Ford Puma titanium. What? what? And, and you know they're, what? they're charging buy 22 grand for a van. And uh, do buy a Ford Puma titanium and, and do each trip twice. But actually, I say that, you know, for 22 grand, the Vauxhall Combo Life only comes with five seats. If you wanted yeah. the seven seat version, it's 24 grand. Is that what you had, isn't it? That's what you had, the seven yeah, seat a version. A thousand pounds per seat extra. Damn. That's an expensive fucking for a bench. Park, for a park bench. That is an expensive park bench. That is an expensive bench. You could you could just put a bench. And it's not like it? they package it up so that you go, oh yeah, you got rear seats and you got. Bo-. They literally just whack a bench in the boot. Actually, but do but but doing that, you know, your seven seat version, you literally had no boot space. Oh, I know there was no boot. Space. You could just get like one small bag in there on the seat. <laughs> yeah, so you do that. Yeah. You have a seven seat version. It's like, okay, we're just going to use the boot space. Yeah. To get you, it's not like a, a Galaxy, I assume, which is a good. It's seven seat, but you still get a, you get a boot in there. So you win, you win one point on price. Yep. Because quite frankly, the Voxel Combo Life is awful value for money. Um, horse strengths. The Voxel Combo. How many horse awful. strengths does the EcoBoost engine have? How many horse strength? Oh, so is the EcoBoost engine? To, oh, right. So if I go titanium, right, that's the trim level. We're also getting an insight into how easy or difficult um, manufacturer configurators. Do you know are. what I was saying? Ford. I was saying this to you earlier. I don't like the way a lot of these manufacturers are now changing their websites to make it so much more difficult. It's just like well, it's not very clear. And you know what? You know when you choose when you go to like they have the new vehicle, used vehicle, whatever. You hover a new vehicle and it gives you the like list of vehicles and that. The, the, the that part of the screen is small, so you have to scroll up and down. It doesn't open it into the whole screen. I think they're all designed for tablets and phones. That's why. No, you should still. I'm sorry. Uh, yeah, should, I know. You should be able to use it on your laptop. Yeah, you I should agree. use it independently and stuff. Okay, so let's yeah. go for the. Come on then. So How many horse strengths? EcoBoost. Oh, so you can have a. One you can litre. have a one, so they're all one liter one, yeah. And you can have a hundred and twenty-five. This is PS now. They've, yeah, they've for some strengths. reason they've moved around. Yeah, yeah hundred twenty-five horse yeah, strength. It's not, so they don't call it horse S or HS or HP. It's PS. Yeah, horse strength. Um, or you can have the one fifty-five six-speed. Wow. All right. I think hundred fifty-five horse strength in that is. Well, like I said, it was all right, you know. I think you win because the uh, Vauxhall Combo Life comes with a 1.2 litre turbo petrol with a, it's got a bigger quite engine. groundbreaking 110 horse strength. Wow. So and I bet those horse strengths have to work. Oh, they did have to work. Yeah, they yeah. really have to work. And you don't get much, by the way, when they are working. These are the laziest fucking horses I've ever met. Oh, God, yeah. They did not want to do anything. Standard equipment. What's the most notable thing that comes as standard on the uh, Puma? The most notable thing that comes on the Puma... So, Because the standard trim is titanium in your world, right? Which is a pretty decent trim line. Yes, yes. You get the you get quite a bit, mate. You get 17-inch alloys, okay, which are machine finished as opposed to... Finished by hand. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Projector headlamps with LED... Oh. The day running lights, which isn't standard at no, all. No, that's a pretty good. That's a pretty good option. Time running lights. I don't know what that is. Front fog lights with cornering. Okay. You also get lights. There's lots of lights. Yeah, but you just but you get lights. I should hope just so. Just lights. Uh, LED rear lamps. God, they're very obsessed with lights. Are you just in yeah. the lighting section? No, no, I'm looking at all of it. Power foldable <laughs> heated door mirror with puddle lamps. Nice. <laughs> More lights. Yes. But thankfully, they don't project the Ford 
bad or anything like that. Well, I want to come to that, actually. I don't know if you spotted it, but we'll come to the Puma logo in a second. Sensico steering wheel, handbrake and gear knob. Sensico? Sensico. I don't know who Sensico are. But they make the steering wheel, gear knob and the handbrake? Yes. That's good. Ford sync navigation with DAB. Okay. DAB still isn't standard yet, is it? Not on anything other than that, by the sense <laughs> of it. TFT touch. Well, I don't know what TFT is. I don't know why people need to put TFT in there. A touch screen. That's in. That's all I need. Yeah, like I care if it's what, TFT, TFT or, or LED. AXX. Seven speakers, which in a car that size is plenty. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Um, four front, two rear. MP3 compatible. Remote audio controls. Voice control system. Apple CarPlay. Android Auto. Emergency systems, hands-free calling, GPS, Bluetooth, Ford Pass, privacy mode, and two USB ports. Automatic headlights with auto beam, automatic rain sensing wipers, power start button, electronic air temperature control, EATC, quick clear heated windscreen. I think that's been standard on. Oh no, this is where it's I think they got element. Thing. This is where they got elements in the in the screen. Yeah, this is a Ford Sorry. thing, which is a pretty awesome Ford. It thing. is pretty. Uh, it's pretty awesome actually. Hill start, selectable drive modes, normal, eco, sport, slippery, and trail. Thatcham alarm, <laughs> front floor mats. Not everyone actually gives you floor mats, you know. No, I know. Center console. Oh right, as opposed to just vacant space. Uh, as opposed space. to I don't know nothing. Yeah, <laughs> space with an armrest and not storage, stowage. Oh, stowage. Stowage. Well, let's hang on. Hold on to stowage. Okay. Because, by the way, I'm bored of your list because I think you win again. Hang on. TPS, TPS, TPMS, tire pressure monitoring system and a tire repair kit. Right. That's pretty extensive for an entry level. And obviously, titanium is quite high. That is. Right. So, the the fucking piss takers of Vauxhall, right? You don't get half the shit that you said. You definitely don't get an armrest. What? And the lights aren't automatic. Wait, but it's premium luxury. What is? Yours. Uh, premium comfort. Apparently premium comfort. Okay. Um, do you know what else it doesn't come with? They've taken a leaf out of Porsche's book here. Windscreen you wipers. Have, oh, you're close. You have to pay extra for a tail. <laughs> I can't even say this without laughing. Right, compose yourself, Mo. You have to pay extra for a tailgate with opening heated window and wash wipe facility. So is that you have to pay for the whole tailgate? If you don't, you don't get a tailgate. <laughs> I don't <laughs> it's three hundred. So if you say no, I don't want that option. Will you have just an open rear? Yeah, so you can chuck the kids out as they annoy you one after the other. Exactly, boom, boom, yeah. boom. Three hundred and five pounds for a tailgate. Bloody hell! Mate, that's an optional extra. Okay, let's assume that the uh, tailgate, oh, the, the, the tailgate comes with a tailgate. On the configurator, there are only five things you can choose from. This is one of them. Okay, the other so one's nav. Let's, and then there's some other, there's like a, a tow bar and some other shit. Break it down, yeah? Let's assume that it comes with a tailgate. So what's extra on the tailgate then? So from that list, ignore the tailgate part. What's the rest of it? Opening heated window. So you get a tailgate. So you get, so the extra is the ho- opening heated window. So does that mean that the opening window so is you don't extra have- or the heated window is extra or both? So on the standard car, you can't defrost your back window. Ford are offering you quick defrost on the yeah, front windscreen. Yeah. These fuckers can't put elements no, in no, the rear window, that, which they put on everything. Off. Yeah. So, okay, so what it means is you can have a tailgate with an opening window, yeah? So you don't have to open the whole tailgate. What else does it have? I assume so, but what's the point? Because you can't put anything in the back. In the back anyway, there's no, yeah. There's no storage. Yeah. Maybe say like kids in the back seat. Just throw them in the back. And they can get out that way as well. Um, with a wash wipe facility. The wiper. Oh, so that's extra as well then, That's yeah? extra. So I think that puts you at 3-0 so far in our top Trumps game. I think, you know what? This is where I'm going to win. 
How many storage compartments do you have? Stowage, sorry. Stowage, Stowage compartments in your Puma. Actually, you know what? So you only got two cup holders. It's no Yaris. Mm. But you, did you check out the boot on it? I did. It was quite big. Did you open it up to get to the bottom? I did. It got even bigger. Ah, massive. Yeah. What was that about though? So, so this can't... is their smart, this is how they're smart sort of compartment. This is how they get in. Oh, you can com- compartmentalize your boot. So yeah, so they've got the top bit, but obviously if you need more space, and obviously they've taken out the spare wheel and stuff. Yeah, and but it's just gone all the way big, down. Though. It's deep. Yeah, I was deep. surprised. I don't know how practical it would be because you'd just be piling shit in there and piling it and piling it and piling it. So if you put something at the bottom and you need to get to it, yeah. you have to empty a lot of shit out. Don't to put get your eggs or your lettuce at the bottom. At the bottom, saying. yeah, basically. Um, but I'm sure they'll probably s- sell some Ford accessories to compartmentalize the bottom part and that. But in yeah. terms, you know how how they sell, how they advertise boot space in terms of how much Meters. water. You you can get in there. Yeah, shed, load, get of water. shed load of water in there, mate. Yeah, so it's a swimming pool sized. Yeah. It was. I was very impressed with that. So you've got a big boot, but yeah. how many storage compartments are there? Well, mate, that storage, that that boot is a fairly big. That, that, that class is about. You could have. I don't know how many you have, but your storage compartments are probably small little things. Well, so this combo life has got twenty-seven storage compartments. Shut up. Twenty-seven. What are you classing as stowage? Well, there are some things in there which are fucking ridiculous. Like there are, I don't know what they are. They're like little circular holes and you're going to say cup holders. But pen you can't holders. get cup holders. <laughs> pen holders, yeah. It's like pen pots, thimbles. The hell? So I don't know what you're supposed to put in those at all, but they class it as, as storage components. In fact, what I did do is I took a video of the inside of the car just to yeah. show the, the storage. So like in each door, for example, in, in the front doors, you've got two storage components in each door. Then you've got a cup holder. Oh, like the standard ones you have in the door, yeah? Yeah, the but, they, but they've got two. Okay. And then oh. you've got a cup holder. Oh, so it's the normal one. They've just put a little divider in it. Um, have to, I don't know. Maybe it's just a badly designed door. Yeah. Don't know. But there's two in each door. And then um, you've got a cup holder kind of up to your right on the dash. And then you've got cup holders down below where, you know, kind of near the gear stick. Two cup holders there. And then you've got, got lots of little odds and ends and bins and what have, what have you. Because they have sunglass holder. Mate, sunglasses holder, you could put a fucking Vision Express up there. <laughs> I am not kidding. It's massive. You know how we said with the, um, what was it, the Vauxhall Crossland X? Yes. I could sleep on the dash. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I could camp up there. Are serious? Yeah. Well, it's got a cubby holes up the top. It's huge. Vauxhall must have this thing where they're like, we, we, when we now manufacture cars, we manufacture them so that if Mo is ever caught outside, his missus locks him out of the house <laughs> or whatever. If he gets Basically, if he's in the doghouse. If he's in the doghouse. He doesn't need to be in the doghouse. He can sleep in a Vauxhall. <laughs> it's fucking huge up there, sunglasses holder. You would, if you put your sunglasses up there, you would never find them again. Actually, that's the one thing I said to missus about range. Because the golf had it. Hasn't he got sunglass holder? Oh, no, no. It's because you'd expect your uh, slave to put them on you and take them off while you're driving. <laughs> Sorry, while you're driving? While you're being chauffeured while in the back. While you're being chauffeured at the back, yeah. They should be there ready seat. for you to put on. Um, so, yeah, 27 storage compartments. Although, really? Although, although, I don't know if I should get this point. Even though I've got more, I'm sure. Cause even more what? Ho- points? Well, no, no. Not point. I'm 3-0 down at the moment. Exactly. More in terms of storage compartments. Okay, go on. I've got... I think there's seven cup holders in the thing as well. Seriously? Four at the front alone. No. Yeah, and there's two Challenging in the back. Challenging the Yaris. There was two more or one more right at the, the back back. 
That's challenging the Yaris. The Yaris is a record holder for cup holders at the moment, I think. Well, this might have beaten it, although this doesn't deserve to hold any records. So we can just admit that me saying <laughs> that from this episode. Uh, there's underfloor storage as well. So like underneath the driver and passenger seats, there's, oh, the, there's, yeah, you've got a, there's a flimsy bit of like carpet yeah. slash cardboard that you can flick off and then there's storage there yeah. as well. However, I can't help but think they've done all of that to make up for the fact that there is no boot. Oh, yeah. So, so you know, if Whoa. you're going on holiday, where would you put a suitcase? Above you. Well, but you that's see, like one suitcase that you'd whack up there. And then if you were to accelerate hard, I say accelerate hard. Like, Did you take a picture of this storage space above? Yeah, yeah I've got a video. Oh, okay, okay, okay. I, I say accelerate hard. This car's not capable of accelerating hard. But let's say that you, you know, kind of were going uphill and gravity was not on your side. The suitcase mm. could come tumbling down, down and crush oh, your five yeah. children behind you. Well, then you could just leave two children at home and use the boot. You'd fold have, up, you'd have to the do bench. that. You have to leave your children at home and explain to them why they couldn't go on holiday. It was either you take them or you take stuff you need on holiday. Holiday, yeah. And yeah. we don't need you, kids. So. Yeah. So Voxel Combo Life is not. Well, really. it is about life. You make life choices. It is about making life choices. Do you know what I think it is though? It's a contraceptive that's come too late. <laughs> Because at that point where you're going, I've got to cart all these fucking kids around, and then you drive it, you're like, shit. To be fair, if you've got a Vauxhall, that's a contraceptive enough. Oh, maybe that's what it is. Maybe that just stops you getting into that situation in the first yeah, place. Yeah. So you win. You're at 4 0 at the moment. The final, final category in our uh, Top Trumps game is. What rating, what car gave each of our cars? Oh. Now, you wouldn't have researched this because I know you don't research anything. No, so I, I went ahead and did the research for you. But what? you know, these these what car people rating, they're just, they're just bollocks, man. They get oh. paid by half the people anyway to give them a rating. Well, yeah. And you know what? They must have done. So last time we did this with the Vauxhall Crossland X. Where, what, what it was, was the tagline on that? It was, what was their tagline? I don't know. Something about this is. I think they said the same thing about premium luxury or something like that as well. Oh, I don't know what it was, and it was was it auto? You did mention it. Yeah. It was auto car. Auto last car, time. yeah, yeah. yeah. And, and <laughs> their review was basically it's shit, but it's good. Or yes, it's good, that's but it's it. shit. Yeah, yeah, so yeah, if yeah. Every, everything negative they said, or everything positive they said, sorry, they found something negative in spite of that. Yeah. Um, and and so it was very much a uh, an oxymoron of a review. Mm-hmm. Yet they still gave it four out of four five stars. Four out of bloody hell. What car gave the Vauxhall Combo Life? So not not auto car this time. Vauxhall have clearly paid somebody else. They gave it four out of five stars as well. What the Vauxhall Combo Life? Four out of five stars. What 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 was it? They they normally give a summary next to those. What was the hell was their summary on it? Well, let me find it for you. Because four out of five. Four out of five. Yes. Just bringing it up right now. I need to know the introduction. (laughs) Right. Bear in mind, four out of five stars. And this is how the review starts. If you've ever said to yourself, I'd rather die than drive around in one of those vans with windows, then please indulge us for a couple of minutes because the Vauxhall Combo Life really does deserve a second thought. Their opening statement for the review has the word die in it. (laughs) And they still gave this car four out of five stars. They gave the Puma five stars, by the way. So you win. I don't think the Puma's a five-star car, by the way. It's a good car. It's, 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 it's not, not a five-star five star car, but I'm not going to get too apoplectic over it because it's still a good car. Yeah. And those kind of guys, they'll probably give it an extra star anyway just because of that. But it, it is a good car. It is It is a good car. Yeah. Not five stars, no. But, so, so what do they... But, but you know what, actually, maybe relative to the kind of people who would buy it, because I would never buy it because it just wouldn't work for me. Yeah. But maybe relative to the kind of people that would buy it, it probably is a... It, it could push... It has a good argument to be five stars. 
if we're talking a city car, you're a couple or you're single, you're single, and you need something to drive around in. Occasionally, put people in the car and that, and you just want something to drive around in the city. It's like, I think it's a very good car, and it'd actually be quite, it'd be quite nimble and nippy around the city as well. I'm not listening to you anymore. Why not? I just you. I can't believe you are defending them giving it a five star rating. What have you become? No, no, no. This, this podcast is, was always being, about I'm, you being argumentative and judgmental for no fucking reason. Now you're like, yeah, I can see why it'd be a five star rating. <laughs> Listen, I'm, I'm trying to be objective. I'm objective. being, I'm being subjective. Sorry, or objective. Yeah, I always confuse well, the two. The listeners don't. Yeah. I mean, I don't know why they tune in. If I'm entirely honest, <laughs> I don't think it's for that reason. <laughs> Listen, man, I've had to work today during work, so I'm probably, so you're, I'm probably so you're not, not yourself. I'm right not now. on form today. No. So is this like a Snickers? You're not you when you're hungry. Thing? Yeah, I, I was actually looking for a vending machine before we came in. Here, so I was like, I have some food and stuff because there's yeah. food time. So, so um, you win five nil. Man, I was always going to win against that fucking. I actually quality. thought, like going into that, I'd I, love to have seen your face when it pulled up when they dropped it off. I would love to have seen your face when you see that thing parked up. Oh well, it was. I tell you what went through my mind was. Why me? Why me? And then immediately afterwards, I thought, well, this could make for a good drivel episode. <laughs> See what I do for you? See what I do for the fans and I, listeners? Sacrifice I, is what I've that was. Been, I don't, I don't, and, and by the way, when you saw me driving it, it was just me on my own. So not only did I drive it for what I needed it for, I then drove it on my own to so get it looked like it's your car. Uh, for quite a long journey. So lots of people would have seen me seen. in it. They would have thought, there look goes at that my, sad what, bastard. Whatever, he bought that car. Whatever. Van. Shred of street cred and reputation I had is now completely gone anyway. But I did that for you. I hope you all appreciate my sacrifice. You're talking to the listeners now, not me. Yeah, yeah, of course. Of yeah. course I am. Did you ride through Birmingham in it? Did I try? No, I wouldn't. Oh, man, that would have been the icing on the cake. But I'll tell you what, though, right? One thing that was a pleasant surprise, and this is... Oh, is this to do with the car? Man. You can't give Vauxhall any credit for this at all. Um, the one thing that was a pleasant surprise... It's a, such an unassuming vehicle. Like, literally nobody notices you. You are completely because anonymous. Because it's a van, yeah. And they're thinking, it's just a guy in a van. Well, but, but, it's a, it, but it's a guy in a van with windows. So, you know, they're just like, I cut people up and nobody flashed their lights or beeped their horn. Nobody got aggressive about it. They'll let you pull out in front of them and give you way. So you're the kind of I person that they see on that Facebook phase, Idiot Drivers UK, cutting people up. Yeah, but, but, but the thing is, it's such a, an anonymous vehicle that they wouldn't even give it a second. Yeah, that's thought. true. That's I think true. if you wanted to rob a bank or commit a crime and you wanted a getaway car, forget getting something like You a, ain't getting away anywhere in that. Well, you don't need to. You just get in the car and then you just drive along at 23 miles per hour, like I'd imagine the typical box of car. Yeah, like, police or something. Like, what was you driving? Don't know, a van. Yeah, they just drive right past you. You're like, well, clearly it's not yes, this guy because right. he's, whilst he's clearly made some very yeah, bad yeah, life choices, choices, he doesn't look like the kind of person who would just Rob a bank. Yeah. He's all good. Don't worry about that. <laughs> so maybe that's... Lo and little do they know that in all the cubby holes is stashed a load of cash. Well, yeah, exactly. And they wouldn't even be able to find it all anyway. <laughs> so, yeah, there we are. That was the Vauxhall Combo mm. Life slash Puma. Versus the Puma. ST Line X, did you, was it you said? STXTX. X Line. STX Line. Um, no, you're the one that told some me. Co- it's an some STX combination line. of those words and letters in some order. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You told you the one that told me it's an XTX line. Yeah. Anyway, it was an episode, I guess. There we go. Not really sure what there is else to say on that. So if you are considering buying a Ford Puma or a Vauxhall Combo Life, um, yeah, you can still buy the Ford one, dear. You can uh, 
First of all, what you can do is you can ignore what what car have to say about either of those things because listen, they, you know, none of these them. magazines they all talk absolute bollocks. Go they, into they, your they showroom, sit behind the wheel, take it out for a test drive, and don't let the salesperson fob you off with a oh yeah, we can take it for a quick ten minute spin around the block. No, no. I tell me, you need to drive a car for at least half an hour, forty minutes. At yeah, I, I would say ideally you want to keep it overnight. You want to wake up to it on your driveway um, and, and, you know, kind of do stuff with the family on your own. Do it, use it for what you're going to use it for to get a, an actual view of yeah, all yeah. this they fit. They did use 24-hour test drives, didn't they? Some, some, some manufacturers still do as well. Merck used to do that. Well, I don't know. It depends. But anyway, that would be our advice that you shouldn't listen to or follow. What you should listen to and what advice you should follow is what we're about to say next, which is if you liked that episode... If you liked any part of it, if you're a Voxel Combo Life fanboy or fangirl, we're not sexist here, um, then please, 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 on whatever platform you're listening on, show us some support. If you can subscribe, do, if you haven't already. If you're on listening on Apple Podcast, give us a five-star rating and a review. Tell us which oh, of the, um, the... The new Ford Puma full-on ST is coming out. It's already out. No, it's not. Is it not? I'm no, sure it was. No, it's been reviewed a lot. Listen, I'm on their website. It's not out. Oh, okay. So it's, it's been out. reviewed though. It's not, yeah, available to order from October 2020. Arrived, so it is out. Oh, hang on. Arrives in January 2021. Listen, Ford, you're a bit out of date with your fa- uh, website, yeah? So I told you it is out, yeah. They are a bit out of date with their website then because it says it's coming out. Is that Ford January. calling you right now to apologize yeah, live in real time? Yeah, but I haven't got time to answer them. Busy. I know, it, yeah, it is that. Oh, okay. I was, I was just going to have a look for pricing that, but it's not on here. But you know what, though? Probably late 20s. Oh, wait. With an with the impressive 200 PS, 320 Newton meters of torque. That's quite that's quite a lot of torque in that, though. A small car. Yeah, 200 horse strength, 320 Newton meters. It's great. Well, it's a small car as well. Okay, it'd be interesting to see what that's priced at, actually. So yeah. that's going to go up against the Polo GTI, isn't it? Did, did they make a Polo on stilts? Oh, no, no. Don't know. Anyway, back to yeah. what I was saying. You can rate, review, five stars. Um, I was going to say, tell us what you'd prefer, a Puma or a Vauxhall Combo Life. But clearly, we already know the answer to that, unless, of course, you hate life and hate driving and hate everything. In which case, the Vauxhall Combo Life is for you. If anyone out there has got a Kia Stinger, can you please let me borrow it? Oh, okay, you want to drive a Kia Stinger. Do they still Stinger. sell the Kia Stinger? Or new? if you've got a Sassignon pickup. Sangyong. Sangyong pickup. If you're going to appeal Can for a car, please? at least say the manufacturer name. Uh, I'd like a Sanyong pickup. If a Kia Stinger, I'm, I'm re- I'd love to meet someone who's got a Sanyong pickup. I would, or a Great Wall Steed. If you've got a Great Wall Steed, let me have a go on that. A who wall? What what? A Great Wall Wall Steed. A Great Wall Steed. Yeah, pickup. Another pickup. The fuck is one of those other it's than a, a pickup? pickup? It's a pickup truck. Oh, Great Wall is in the Chinese manufacturer. Yes, yes. Why do you want to drive one of those? Because they're like an entry market, they're like a budget um, pickup, truck. pickup truck, and I just want to compare them to like the big boys, and I don't, I think they'll be just as good, if not better. Yeah. Yeah, I'm very doubtful. A pickup's basic. A pickup truck is no just a basic idea. vehicle, yeah. But so it's, it's not hard. Have, it's not hard to. So it's going to still have some level of driving dynamics. And yeah, yeah, that's what I want to understand. That's what I see what their driving dynamics are like. Obviously, we've done the L200s and Navaras and stuff, but I need to check that. Actually, if anyone's got a Ford Ranger, actually, that I need as well. So what you're saying is anything, really? No, any pickups. Any pickups. Any pickups, along with awesome. the Kia Stinger. I, I I will widen that net a little bit more and say literally anything interesting. 
Whether yeah, oh, if there's anything you want us to, if if you want us to review, let us know. Most cousins will nick it in Birmingham. Give it to us for 24 hours. We'll drive it and then they'll return and it you back. Have it back. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, if you did like what you heard, as I said, go show some support. The best way that you can support the show, of course, we said at the start, let somebody else know. Put somebody else onto the show. Yes. We would love for our listener volumes to climb organically. You're damn right. That's how we're going to make some money. Or some point we'll figure out how to make some money. We discussed the idea of merchandise, um, which is something we want to do. I think it'd be pretty cool to have our brand on stuff, and maybe we'll look into that. But we yes, we have. Oh, we'll have some. Actually, no, this is no jokes. We'll have some sponsorship um, deals coming soon. So hopefully, I look forward to announcing that on the next episode. Oh, brilliant! Okay, well that's something to look forward to. Uh, but until then, <laughs> so while you sit there and do nothing, I carry me. you through this podcast and I get our sponsorship deals. I'm grateful to you is that you what i'm supposed to, to say at this well point? yeah you need to be i'm doing everything we can to grow while you just hit record hit upload and that's it yeah it's not quite as smooth as that anyway. well no because you're not a pro so it's not going to be is it and with that i think we're going to end the show good night bye